Good morning, Health Club for Moms. My name is Deb, and I am so excited to be here with you guys to talk to you about how to pray for your kids. Guys, your prayers move heaven. They achieve unusual results for your children. You will never know until you get to heaven how powerful your prayers were. You'll know on this earth, but you will fully know when you get to heaven how powerful your prayers were for your family on this earth. If I could say anything to you today is don't give up praying. Never stop praying, you guys. Ever, ever, ever stop praying. Our prayers matter to God. You know what I love um, about the Word of God is that it confirms all of these things over and over, all the way through the Word. It confirms how important our prayers are. It confirms how much God loves it when we pray. And guys, it is such an important topic. And so I'm really, really excited to talk to with you guys about this today. I want to read you the scripture today in case you think that your prayers uh, just hit the ceiling, right? It's so easy to think that our prayers hit the ceiling. And so I want to read you a scripture in Revelation that talks about where your prayers go. And it's in Revelation verse 8. It's in chapter 8. Hold on my microphone. I'm trying to, we have the podcast, the Help Club for Moms podcast. And we put all of our videos, our mentoring videos on the Help Club for Moms podcast. So I'm using a microphone today to hopefully have a better sound quality for you guys who follow us on the podcast. So I'd like to say hello to you guys who follow us on the podcast. Hello to everyone who is watching live and hello to everyone who will watch the recorded video of this video. Okay, so let me read you the scripture before we get started. It's Revelation 8, and it starts in verse 1. Listen to this, you guys. Imagine this scene, okay? When he opened the seventh seal, there was a silence. There was silence in heaven for about a half an hour. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. Another angel who had a golden censer came and stood at the altar. And in other versions, it says a golden, like a fire pan. Okay. Imagine this scene, you guys. He was given much incense to offer with the prayers of all the saints on the golden altar before the throne. You guys, your prayers go straight to the altar of God. And you know what? I know it could seem so easy uh, for people just to say, oh, well, just pray about it. Or, oh, I guess I'll just pray about it. I have nothing else I could do about this. I guess I'll just pray about it. But guys, your prayers go straight to the altar of God. And at the end times, this big, incredible angel is gonna mix up all the prayers of the saints at the very end and it's going to be this amazing scene in Revelation. But I just really want to tell you guys that your prayers matter and the enemy hates it when you pray. And so the enemy is going to try to tell you that, you know what, it's not going to work. God doesn't hear your prayers. They hit the ceiling, but your prayers move heaven and achieve unusual results. They are all stored. They are right there. God keeps your prayers so close to him. He keeps them at his altar. And I know it could seem crazy to think, how could God keep all the prayers of the saints on the altar of God? Well, guys, a human being invented the computer and, a, and a, I don't even know how much data can fit on a little bitty microchip. So how much more can the creator of the heavens and the earth keep your prayers close to him on the altar? And so I really want you guys to know today, if you don't hear anything else from me today, I have so many ideas to share with you, is that don't stop praying. 
Don't let the enemy steal your prayers from your mouth and your heart. Keep praying. God hears you and your prayers move heaven. Okay, so as you guys are coming on, I want to hear one prayer request for your kids. And if you're listening to the recording, leave a comment or uh, um, on the, at, mm, sorry, <laughs> I'm getting confused because we have so many different channels. If you're watching the video recording on Facebook, leave a comment. I check back on the comments. I love to pray for you guys. I consider it an honor to pray for you. Our team considers it an honor. So leave us a comment how we can pray for you. And if you're listening to the podcast, email us at admin at helpclubformoms.com. We would be honored to pray for you. Okay. So what, and if you're joining this video live, give me a prayer request to pray for your kids and we're going to pray at the end, but uh, I'm going to start us off with prayer. And then I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what we've been doing at Help Club, just so you guys know what we're doing right now. Father, I thank you for every single person watching the live video, joining the recording, or listening to the podcast. Father, I thank you that you are with us. I thank you, God, that our prayers move heaven. And God, I know from personal experience in my own life how much I have seen you answer my prayers, and I am so grateful. I pray for every person that will be listening or watching that they will have full assurance that you hear their prayers, and they will leave today knowing how to pray for their kids with some ideas that are from heaven. God, I pray that whatever it is that you have for my friend here, that you will speak truth into their hearts and tell them what they should be doing. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, I'm going to say hello to everybody here. Hi, Jennifer and Michelle and Nikki. And um, I want to, okay, should, thank you. And oh, and the verses. Yes, that verse, Revelation 8, we just read one through three. That's it. <laughs> That's those powerful verses, one through three. Okay. And I'll be praying for Shiloh's. Okay. That's good. Okay. I'm going to pray for you right there. God, Jennifer, God has given you, it says right here, prayers for Shiloh's behavior. He's very disobedient and we are looking into a child behavior psychologist, but it's 200 an hour. I, I'm going to be praying for you. I want you to pray with a friend over this. And if you and your husband pray together, I think it would be wonderful if you could pray with your husband. But ask God, because guys, God has given you those children and he is gonna help you to know how to train them. Uh, he's gonna help you, Jennifer, with Shiloh. He gave you Shiloh and he's gonna help you raise him up. He's gonna tell you what to do. So before you go to a psychologist, that is a lot of money, $200 an hour. Go to God and ask God. And ask him to help you uh, to um, to know what to do. And pray with your prayer partner and pray with your husband. And then tell me what he says. Tell me what God says. And we're going to also do a podcast about how to discipline a two-year-old. <laughs> we're going to be doing that because I need help with that for my grandbaby. So we're going to be doing that one too, okay? All right, so let's see here. Let's see. Uh, Rebecca, please pray for my son. Oh, to take his diabetes seriously. Okay, I totally have that. And Rebecca, okay, Jennifer, I'm going to be praying. And then Michelle, sleep for her youngest, okay, in relationship with the oldest. Okay, I'm going to be praying for those, you guys. Okay. All right. So I'm going to start off. Before I forget, I want to remind you guys what we're doing. We're in the Wise Woman Believes book, okay? And it, we are going through the spiritually healthy mom section. And today I'm so excited. I have Michelle Anthony coming over here and we're going to make a video together about spiritually healthy mom, becoming a spiritually healthy mom. Because guys, you need to be spiritually healthy for your children. And so if you're reading along or listening to the podcast, we have all of these devotions on the podcast and also on Facebook and Instagram. Not everything in the book is on the 
podcast or on Facebook, but we wanted to put our devotions there so that you could listen to them at a push of a button, okay? But I want to remind you about what is happening this week. It's from last week, and it's so good. It's on Facebook and on Instagram, and it's the Mama Says Yes Challenge. And guys, I don't know about you, but when my kids were little, it was super easy to say no. (laughs) Sorry, I'm having trouble here with my book here. It's reversed in my light. I have a light because I want you guys to have a good, um, good uh, visual too. Okay. This is called the Mama Says Yes Challenge. And guys, it is so good. And you can get it off Facebook, Instagram, uh, on our Facebook page at Help Club for Moms page and our website at helpclubformoms.com. But it's, it's really helping us to learn how to be moms who say yes more than we say no. And also included in this challenge are 20 ways to have fun with your kids. I don't know if you can see that, but 20 ways to have fun. Just go to the website. It's there. Print it out. It has a printable. This whole thing is in printable, but it's just great ideas for you to do to have fun with your kids. And then I wanted to highlight one mom tip for this week because we have mom tips every week and we post them in the Help Club for Moms online group and on our website and on our Facebook page. All right, listen to this. This is fun. A wise woman loves her children because we have four different categories. The wise woman builds her spirit. The wise woman loves her husband. The wise woman loves her children. Wise woman cares for her home. And they're all on one page in our book. And this week it's on page 176, okay, of the wise woman believes book. And in the wise woman um, uh, loves her children, it says, help your children memorize Colossians 3.12. Write it on your chalkboard or bathroom mirror. Use this verse to teach your little ones that choosing to be kind and patient is always the right choice. This is so good. Um, and then another one for the wise woman loves her husband. Be intentional about telling your husband that he is a blessing to you and your family. Leave notes by the coffee pot in the morning or a message written with dry erase marker on the mirror, thanking him for something nice he has done lately. Slip a note in his lunchbox or text him to tell him how much you appreciate him. So that's in the book. That's some of the mom tips. So pick a couple of mom tips, you guys, and do them this week. And before I forget, I'm going to be talking about scriptures to pray for your kids. And this is on, (laughs) it's backwards. I have so much trouble with this camera because it's backwards. It's a new camera that we're using. But it's, uh, you can get this at the Help Club for Moms website. You type in the search bar, scriptures to pray for your children. And all on here are scriptures to pray for your kids. And we're going to talk about praying scripture, but I just didn't want to forget about this. It says here, pray that your children will follow the Lord with their whole heart and serve him their whole life. And it has Deuteronomy 13, verse 4. It is the Lord your God you must follow and him you must revere. Keep his commands and obey him. Serve him and hold fast to him. The next one is pray that your children will be strong and courageous as they face the challenges before them. And it's Joshua 1, 9. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So this printable is on our website, you guys. And so you can just print this out, put it on your refrigerator to remind you to pray for your kids. Okay, so let's start about our talk about how to pray for your kids. And so guys, I just feel like we don't talk about prayer enough. And at Help Club for Moms, if you remember, I know that all of you guys know, but we always say one day a week, 
Pray with a friend for 10 minutes. Guys, praying with a friend for 10 minutes will change your life. I have so many prayer partners that I call and I pray for them for 10 minutes and I will call them up and I will say, hey, it's time for our 10-minute prayer call. And then we pray. And guys, it's so easy to pray with a friend. You don't. Have, it doesn't take very long. If you wanna have a, a, a conversation or talk about life, call back at a different time. But when we pray for our prayer, prayer partners at Help Club for Moms, we do once a week for 10 minutes. Praying for your children with your prayer partner is so powerful. And if your husband prays with you, praying with your husband for your children is so powerful. Guys, your prayers move heaven. And so get into that habit of praying with a friend. Get into the habit, of course, praying by yourself and get into the habit of praying with your husband if he prays with you. But so number two is I love this next thing. Find a place in your home that you look at that place and you think about prayer. And so for years, I prayed in a little chair that I have, uh, a comfy chair in my living room, and I had I have hot tea every morning. Um, and now what I've done is my, my, my prayer time has changed, and I go downstairs in the basement, and I have a sofa down there, and I worship in the basement every day now, and I love being in that room so much because, I don't know, when I pray in there, I feel the glory of God. I feel the presence of God whenever I'm worshiping, and so I just sit and I linger in His presence on the couch with my blanket, and I have my bring my tea downstairs, and I write in my journal, and I pray, and I talk to God every day. And guys, it doesn't take a ton of time. If I have more time, I'll pray and talk to God, or if I have just a little time, I'll pray for 15 minutes and, and read the Bible. You know, guys, it does doesn't take hours a day to pray. It, it It is amazing when you do have hours a day to spend with God because it will change your life. But if you only have 15 minutes a day as a busy mom, take those 15 minutes and pray and read the Bible because it will be a game changer. That's how that's how I started praying. I started praying for 10, 15 minutes a day and then it, it increased to 30 minutes and then increased to an hour and I just love praying and I love reading the Bible. And so my time has increased, but just find a place in your home that you like to go to every day. And you know, it's so good that your kids know that you pray for them. It's so good. I remember hearing this story about Susanna Wesley, and she's the mother of John and Charles Wesley. And uh, there's stories that have been written about her, and they were the founders of the Methodist Church. They were hymn writers. I mean, you guys, they were amazing, an amazing, amazing uh John and Charles Wesley were amazing, and Susanna Wesley was amazing, and her husband was not a good man. He was not a believer, and she lost. She was, I think she had 19 kids, but nine of them died. But what she purposed to do every day was put her apron on her head, and I imagine her taking her little apron and rolling it back over her head <laughs> and praying for her children for an hour a day, and that is what she did. She prayed an hour a day for her kids, and her kids knew that when mama's praying, you don't mess with mama. <laughs> I get that. That was what was happening in their house. They knew that, but let your kids know that you pray for them. Let them see you having your quiet time. If you have your quiet time early in the morning, sometimes do it in the afternoon or something so your kids can see you pray and see you reading the Bible. It's so good that your kids know that you are a praying mama. And then uh, I always pray with my children. Uh, I would pray, and now I do this with my grandchildren, but I prayed with them before nap time. I prayed with them before bedtime. And so my granddaughters, whenever I 
am going to put them down for a nap. I put my hand on their forehead and I pray the Levitical blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face shine upon you, turn his countenance to you, be gracious to you and give you peace. And that's what I pray for my granddaughter. That was my son just walked by. (laughs) Um, That's what I pray for my granddaughter whenever I put her to bed. My son-in-law is so precious. He prays for his girls before he puts them to bed and he prays the Levitical blessing over his girls. And whenever our kids were growing up, I always prayed for my kids and I would pray for them in the car before they would go to an activity. I would pray before a play date. I would pray before youth group. I would pray whenever I was driving them to a work or an internship. I prayed for them before that. But they knew that when we got in the car, we were going to start praying together. But I would always pray for them as they start their day too. Whenever I would, sometimes I would crawl in bed with them. I would, I would get them up a few minutes earlier, crawl in bed with them and read a Bible story to them and pray for their day and pray for God to help them to love each other and to obey him and to hear his voice and to feel his love. And guys, your kids need prayer for their days too. It's not just us that need prayers for our days so that we will behave uh, in a, in a manner because coming of the gospel of Christ, we need to pray that for our kids, that they will love their siblings, get along, have fun. You know, those are good prayers to pray for your kids in the morning and that you'll get a lot done in the day with them. If you homeschool, you pray and ask God to help you to get a lot done in your schooling. If they go to school, you pray for them as you drop them off, that there'll be a light at their school, that they will love people, that they will obey their teachers. They'll do the right thing. They'll get their work done and that God will help them to learn. But praying moves heaven. You guys, you are moving heaven. And whenever we would drop off our kids somewhere, even now, my husband and I pray for the angels of the Lord to be around our children. We pray that all the time for our kids, that the angels will be around them and keep them safe and protected from evil people, evil things, illnesses, accidents, and injuries. I pray that every day over my kids, even though my kids are grown and our grandkids, I pray that God will protect them from illnesses, accidents, injuries, evil people, and evil things. And I've been praying that for years over my kids, and it's so important. And then um, I think it's really good to speak life over your children. Speaking of bedtime, praying over your kids at bedtime, I would always speak life over my kids at bed because guys, those bedtime words are so important to your children. And so speaking words of life over your children at bedtime, and I know it's hard when they get out of bed or they're asking for water for the thousandth time, right? But for the most part, speaking life over your kids at bedtime is life-changing for them. Telling them you love them, you're proud of them, and I see how hard you tried today. You worked really hard today on this. You were really kind to your sibling today, and it's so good to end the day with those words of life and power and love. And so guys, this is super important with your children to end the day with words of life and telling your children that you love them. Okay, next. I want to show you my prayer binder. And if you're uh, on the podcast, you can go to help. And anyone, you guys can all go to helpclubformoms.com. And uh, on our website, you type in, in the search bar, how to make a prayer binder. And I have a prayer binder that I have made. And I have prayed these prayers over my kids for years and years and years. And I don't know about you, but for, for many, many years, I would think, I I would want to pray these prayers, but I would forget. And I decided I was going to put them in a prayer binder. And I got this idea originally from Emily Barnes, who's passed away. She wrote so many books in my day. Like she was the woman that discipled me over books 
Uh, and Emily Barnes was amazing. And she taught me to how to make a prayer binder. And so now I have this whole thing on the website, how to make a prayer binder. But it's super easy. What you could do is you can go and always ask the Lord to give you the right prayers to pray for your kids. And then what I did was I would look back over my journals. I would look back over things that I would be writing down that I wanted to remember for my kids. And one of these, I have a couple of my favorites. So if you have a pen and paper or you could listen to it later and just write it down. But I I always prayed this for my children. Lord, let my children be godly responsible, respectful, fully obedient, totally dedicated to you, hunger for the truth, and discerning about friends. Godly, responsible, respectful, fully obedient, totally dedicated to you, hunger for the truth, and discerning about friends. And you guys, I was listening to the speaker from, I don't even know where I found this tape. I used to listen to these tapes all the time in my car when I was driving. And I would, and I, I was at a red light and I wrote this out feverishly on a receipt and I kept it in my Bible. And you can't even read the receipt, but you can read my writing. And I've been praying that for my kids and now my grandkids forever. Okay. And then another one is a prayer that's in my prayer binder because I love this book right here. It is called Prayers for a Mother's Day. I don't know. Someone told me that it's like $75 now, but I thought I saw it on thrift books, but it's Prayers for a Mother's Day by Ruth Bell Graham. She is Billy Graham's wife. Anything by Billy Graham's family or Billy Graham's wife is, I mean, she's amazing, you guys. She had five kids. Her husband was gone all the time, right? Billy Graham was gone all the time preaching. And Ruth Graham is amazing. And so there was this prayer in here that I got out of this book and I put it in my prayer binder. And um, I have all my notes. I keep my notes from my my kids and my cards and my kids and my husband in here. But I'm going to show you this page. And I just put it on a, (laughs) it's the camera is so funky, but I don't know if you guys can see this. The light's pretty bright today too. I'll just read it to you so you, and you can find this at the Help Club for Moms page. You can find this prayer there, but it's called for God to see, I'm sorry, for God to be what a mother can't be, okay? And it's by Ruth, uh, Linda Zineful, okay? And it's from that Prayers for a Mother's Day book. And it says, and you can find this at Help Club. Lord, see in them what I cannot see. Lord, bring to light what I do not know. Lord, teach them of what I am not aware. Lord, whisper to them what I have forgotten. Lord, warn them of what I have omitted. Lord, be for them what I cannot be. Lord, love them for you are all they need. Isn't that beautiful? I love this prayer because what this prayer does is it helps me not to rem- helps me to remember that I'm not God. It helps me to remember that God is God and he can make it up to me all the things that I will fall short on because we all fall short in our mothering. We all fall short. None of us is perfect, you guys. And so by praying this prayer, I always felt like by asking God to be what I cannot be to my kids, it was a powerful way to cover over my mistakes, cover over my sins. Um, and I loved it. So I wrote it and I prayed it all the time. And I was going to read a few of my prayers in my prayer binder. And when you put together a prayer binder, like you can look at all of the examples on the, on my, of my prayer binder. Cause I wrote, I have pages of examples for you guys on what prayers I wrote. And I put them in these little pages, these little plastic pages so that they don't, um, tear. Um, but 
I wrote these down on the website, so I'm just going to read a few to you, but please go to the website, How to Make a Prayer Binder, because it'll give you instructions. So on Mondays, you pray for your marriage. Tuesday, you pray for your kids. Wednesday, you pray for their school. Thursday, you know, it just goes on down. It tells you. So it doesn't take you so long to pray all these prayers because you're splitting them up in different days of the week. But let me read you a few I prayed for my husband, Randy. We just celebrated our 30th wedding anniversary a couple weeks ago. And um, and I love it. And so I'm going to read to you a few prayers that I prayed. Um, there was a season when my husband went through a time where he was just didn't hear from God. And he I, I'm actually this close to talking him into joining me on the podcast and doing some marriage content because we used to teach engaged and newlywed groups, but he's, he's, he's introverted. He's a little bit more shy. You know, he's a background person. He works, he's the other half of help club. Let me tell you that man gives so much to help club and does the software work and the website. And it's, it's like help club all the time at my house with me and my husband. And I'm so grateful. We, we love doing it together. But pray that he'll do a marriage podcast because I think you guys would love it. Okay, so let me, but there was a time he went through where he didn't feel like he heard from God. He he really felt that he wasn't even sure if he was saved. And so this is what I prayed for him. And it really helped. Lord, please help Randy to be assured of his salvation and to have a better understanding of your grace for his life. I prayed that for him. And he also went through a really hard time at his job. And I said, please help Randy to find peace and happiness in his life. Please give Randy success in his work. And I always prayed. I love praying this scripture. It's from Psalm or Proverbs 31. Okay. At the end of it, it talks about their husband is respected at the city gate. And so I prayed for my husband, Lord, please let Randy be respected at the city gate. And there was a time with his work that he felt like uh, he was just stuck on a few things and he needed help. And um, it says, I, I would pray, Lord, give Randy a new vision for his work and to be able to make quick, wise decisions and help him to feel like he's doing a great job and for others to notice him and appreciate him. That's what I prayed. And then for uh, Randy and the kids, you know, there's always, I think men have a hard time with littles. I think it's hard for them. You know, some of them, it's not a hard thing for them, but some guys, it's harder for when they have littles, you know, and um, and we were really busy and Randy was busy with work and he was on this really stressful project. And so I started praying this and it worked. God, please help Randy to love spending time with the kids and me and for him to want to read the Bible to us and teach us about God. And I love that. And he did. And God answered that prayer. And then I prayed for myself, Lord, please help me to be a source of joy in Randy's life because I wanted to be a joyful wife. I wanted my husband to feel that I was a joyful woman to live with, right? And then I also prayed, this is a scripture, but I prayed, please help Randy to rejoice with the wife of his youth. And for work again, I also prayed that he would get 13 hours of work accomplished in 10 hours. And because he worked long days, and I and I asked that God would give him 13 hours of work in 10 hours. And then I also asked for God to help him control his moods and his anger, because he would struggle with that sometimes. And I also—so now then I started praying for my kids. And I would pray—let's um, see. I, I prayed for my kids— um, 
Let's see. I prayed for our relationship with their grandparents. Please help me to nurture all of our relationships with our friends and family better. Uh, please help us to be closer with our grandparents. I just think that's so important to pray for your kids to be um, good grandparents, to love their grandparents. Um, please pray for Christy and Jack for your providence and grace as they find their own places and plans. That was as they were getting older. Um, oh, this was one I prayed. Please give me creative ways to correct my children. Help me not to lord it over them, but to be an example to my flock. <laughs> that was First Peter 5, verse 3. Lord, help me to be eager to serve them. Help me to laugh with them more. I prayed this all the time, guys, because I felt like I just didn't laugh enough and I didn't play with my kids. And I had to put reminders everywhere. I would have these little um, three-ring binder things, or not three-ring binders, these little index card binders. Let me find mine. I have a stack of everything here. Um, let me get it right here. It is this thing. These are index cards. If you're listening to the podcast, it's it's an index card uh, ring binder thing that can he- keep index cards. But I would write myself notes on these things that said, jump with me, mommy. And it was like to jump on the trampoline. Play with me, mommy, to play with them. And I also had one in here that said, put down the work and pick up the child to remind me to play with my kids instead of working all the time on my housework or whatever I was doing. And um, I'm going to talk about these more in just a second, but I'll read a few more prayers that I prayed for my kids. Um, let's see. Oh, this is a good one. If you really feel like uh, you're struggling with trusting God. And I wrote, help me to trust you to give me what I need each day in every circumstance so that I can do what you're calling me to do in the lives of my children. Give me strength and patience. Fill my mouth with the right things to say. Help me to constantly encourage. And uh, also, I prayed for my children, please, because they were like, they had terrible table manners, you guys. I was really embarrassed. We went out to dinner one time with these people, and my kids were like, <laughs> they were so bad. And... Uh, and it really bothered me, and I was really embarrassed. And um, and I thought, you know what? My kids need to know how to have good table manners because who knows? They might be, you know, uh, the word says that uh, he who excels in his work will stand before kings. He will not stand before unknown men. And I thought, you know what? Maybe my kids will someday have dinner with someone, you know, at the White House or something like they haven't yet, but or dinner with uh, with someone of, of um, they I guess they call it of station, you know, like someone in, you know, leadership and ministry or something. And I thought, you know what? I want my kids to be ready for that. And so I prayed about this. And God was so good. But listen to this. Please help me to train my children in a fun and non-critical way to have awesome table manners and work habits. And God opened the door and he told me to do a rude Friday every week. And so the rest of the week, they had to have good table manners. And if they had good table manners during the week, we would have a rude Friday with their friends where we ordered pizza and they could talk with their mouth open. They could put their elbows on the table. They could burp at the table. And it was so much fun. All their kids loved coming over for rude Friday. And so we did rude Friday a lot and it was huge. It was a blessing. And so my kids have really good table manners. I'm really proud of them. I know that's silly, but I prayed over everything with my kids, you guys. And then, um, okay, this is if you're struggling in your own faith. And I said, Lord, please help me to be like Mary, to have more faith like her. Help me to be blessed because I believe what the Lord has said to me will be accomplished. That's Luke 1, verse 45. Luke 1, verse 45. 
And I, I mean, I'm telling you guys, there's so many prayers. Look at, listen to this one. Lord, please show me what I can do in the power of your Holy Spirit to make my home more vibrant and wonderful place to be. A place that the kids, my husband and others love to be. Let everyone sense your presence in my home. I really wanted people to want to be in my home. I wanted my kids to want to be in my home more than at someone else's house. My kids were at my house all the time. They brought their kids over, their friends over all the time, even when they were teenagers. We had people sleeping over all the time. We had we actually had some friends living with us one summer. I didn't even know it, but one of my son's friends lived with us upstairs in the bonus room. Every day he would come down, like he Jack would always have his friends over. And every day this kid would come down and I would say, goodbye, have a good day. And then I realized that he lived with us for a month. <laughs> but I love all their friends, right? They love being at my house. And I want my house to be filled with life. I want my house to be filled with joy. And so guys, this takes work on our part as women to be home, to cook, to make it fun, to play music in your home, to be joyful. And that's where asking God comes in to ask him to help you to be joyful. And so guys, I could go on and on, but all of these are on the website. Okay. So go to the website at helpclubformoms.com and be sure to check out that post. Okay. So that is the prayer binder. I'm almost done. And then, um, I used to, okay. I love this idea. I, I didn't grab it yet because it's in my car. I don't want to take a moment to do that. But I used to pray whenever I would go to the gym. I still pray at the gym. I do the stair machine, but I have this gym Bible that I would pray scripture over my children. And so bring your Bible uh, if you do the treadmill or put your prayer binder on the treadmill and pray these scriptures while you're getting exercise. Get two things done at once. It's really smart use of your time. And then also, uh, this is a really good idea that uh, me and my friend Lorraine, so we're still friends. Me, Lorraine, and Donna, we, we met at an engaged and newlywed group at our church. I highly recommend small groups for you guys right now. I highly recommend it because you're going to grow closer to God. You're going to have friends. Your kids are going to have friends. But these three friends, we see each other several times a year. We still, they fly to my house. I go see them. But Lorraine and I went to this uh, workshop with Emily Barnes, the lady I was talking to you about at the beginning beginning of this, uh, this session. And she taught us to take a handprint of your kids, have them put it on a piece of paper and draw their hand and have them color on it and decorate a little bit, or maybe with just stickers. But you write prayers for your kids on this piece of paper, and then you put your hand on top of their hand and you pray those prayers for them. And my friend Lorraine had five kids and she would keep it in her car so that if she was stuck somewhere, like a carpool picking up someone, waiting for someone to come out, she could pray those prayers for her kids. And she put them in these plastic cover things, uh, like I put my prayer binder stuff in and she put a, a ring around them, uh, you know, like the little silver ring. She put them around them and she would put her hand on her child's hand and pray for her kids like that. And then the other thing I want to tell you is to, um, these things right here have been so handy, the index cards, but I wanted to read a few, few of my prayers that I prayed for my kids on here. And I prayed scripture and I love this one, Psalm 25, four and five. And I wrote it on here. Okay. You can see it right there. Okay. And it says, show me your ways, O Lord, teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are my Savior, and my hope is in you all day long. Psalm 24, verse 4 through 5. And I also wrote on the bottom, Be thou my vision. I don't know if this is old. It's starting to fade. But I wrote, Be thou my vision. And I know it's not pretty. It's ugly. Uh, this Just this little 
thing, it's not pretty. The little spiral thing is not pretty, but so what? <laughs> so what? You just keep it at your sink. You know, it doesn't, everything doesn't have to be custom matched, right? This is that prayer that I wrote and I kept it at my kitchen sink. The one Lord see in them what I cannot see. You can barely see it because it's faded because I've used it for so many years. And I would just write up, oh, here you go. Here's the one that I was telling you about just now. And it says, look at that one. Lord, today, please help me to put down the work and pick up the child. I really wanted to do that. And so get some of these, write your scriptures on it that you want to memorize. Uh, you know, this one, Titus 2, 4 through 5. Okay, I wrote it as a personal prayer and I said, younger women, instead of older women are to teach the younger women, which is what it is. Um, but I wrote younger women because that, that was me are to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled and uh, pure, to be busy at home, to be kind, and to be subject to their own husbands so that no one will malign the word of God. That's Titus 2, 4 through 5. I would pray that over me. <laughs> Here's another thing I did. Brag on the children in front of them and everyone. So I wrote this in my little spiral thing because I wanted my kids to feel like I was proud of them. And, uh, and I just think that's so important. And then look at this one. Yeah, this seems stereotypical, right? But it's, have you hugged your kids today? <laughs> um, you know, just to remind me to hug my kids. And then I wrote this for my husband one day. <laughs> have you kissed your wife today? <laughs> and I wrote that um, for my husband <laughs> to, to kiss me. And let's see. Uh, let's see. I think that's about it for this. But just get these little things. They're wonderful. And then I'm going to pray for you guys. We're going to go down the list. So if you have a prayer for your children, oh, the last thing I want to say, okay, while you're waiting for me to talk about this, write your prayers for your kids in the comments and or email us at admin at Help Club for Moms. And if you haven't shared the video, I forgot to tell you guys, share the video real quick on your Facebook. You never know. One of your friends might need to see this, but let me tell you the last idea. And it's so good. Pray over your kids at their birthdays. Pray over your kids at their birthdays or if they have a milestone that they've done, if they graduated from something, kindergarten graduation or something, have a little ceremony, lay hands on your children and pray for them. Every year, every every person in my family, we get together. By the grace of God, my family lives close. Every For every birthday, we write them a card and we tell them what we love about them. And then we lay hands on each other and we pray for each other for the birthday year. And I believe those prayers are super, super helpful for your child. So your child sees the family come around them and to pray for them on their birthdays. You know, we always prayed for each other. We prayed for each other at the start of a new year. We always did this thing. I'll do it later on in the year called a Jesus gift box. Uh, and we would write things down in this box and then we would pray for our year together on New Year's. And guys, it's just, it's so important to use your time wisely as a wife and a mother. Use your time wisely, birthdays, everything that you can do, holidays, to point your kids to God, to teach them how to live the Christian life. It's so important. Okay. All right. So let's pray. I'm going to go down the list and pray for you guys. And, um, and like I said, if you're listening to the video later, uh, please uh, just leave a comment and I will pray for you. Okay. Thank you, Jennifer. Let's see. Okay. Thank you, Nikki. Okay. So Shiloh, Father, we are praying for Shiloh and Jennifer and her husband that you will give Jennifer and her husband what they need to raise him up for you. God, give them complete wisdom. Help her to walk by faith, knowing that you're going to tell her what to do. Calm her anxious heart. Help her not to worry. Help her to know that you're going to help her to discipline her child and that it is very normal to have uh, uh, behavior problems with kids when 
when they're two years old or three years old. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Uh, Casey and I to have godly wisdom and how to discipline. Yes, God, I pray that. Okay. Hi, Rachel. Okay. And then Michelle, sleep for her youngest. Oh, I pray for Michelle's youngest child that you will give him sleep, peaceful sleep, God, that he will know that you give sleep to those you love. And God, that Michelle would even pray over his bedroom and over his bed uh, sometime when he's not there or pray over him before he goes to bed so that he will feel God's presence in Jesus' name. And I pray for her oldest, for a great relationship with her oldest child and just open the doors wide for that. Show her new ideas. Give her creative ideas on how to relate to that child and how to build that relationship in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, Rebecca, pray for my son to take his diabetes seriously. And my daughter, Ava, okay, oh, okay. Father, I pray for AJ. God, I know that your word says that you want AJ healed. And God, I pray and I thank you that your word says by your stripes, AJ is healed. And God, we ask for a miracle for AJ that he would be healed of diabetes. God, that uh, Rebecca would not give up praying for his healing. And God, that you would bring that healing. And God, in the meantime, while they're waiting for that healing, God, I pray that you will help him to take it seriously and keep him safe. Have your angels around him. Cause him to make great choices for diabetes. And I pray for her daughter, Ava. Lord, I pray for a godly friend for her. And I pray most of all that you will fill her with your presence and your joy and your love, that she will not feel alone, that she will know, God, that you love her more than anybody on the planet, and that she would know that without a shadow of a doubt, and that you would help her not to feel lonely and give her a godly friend. And thank you that her mama is her friend. <laughs> He's three and a half teenagers to the max, Jennifer. That's cool. Okay, Nikki says, prayer for me to uh, listen to the Holy Spirit and let him guide me to nurturing faith. Okay, God, I pray for Nikki that she will listen to the Holy Spirit, that you will tell her everything to do at every point in her life with her children and with her husband. God, that she will only do what you are calling her to do right now and that she will follow the Holy Spirit and that she will feel peaceful knowing that you promised to give the Holy Spirit to those who ask. And so God, I pray that she will know that you are giving her the Holy Spirit to help her. Let her listen to you. Help her as she's parenting her children. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, for Rachel, could you please pray for my son, Riley, his eczema? Oh, so hard. Eczema. Lord, I thank you for sweet Rachel. I thank you for Riley. I pray for that eczema to be healed, God. Heal him of that eczema. I pray that you would supernaturally give him a touch from you, that you would tell Rachel and uh, give her any ideas that she needs to, to get rid of this flare-up, God, and help them to know what's causing it and how to fix it. In Jesus' name, amen. And let's see, helping them to teach them all about our wonderful God. Yes, I pray that for Nikki and for Rachel prayers for fear to be gone in my life. As I wait on the Lord, I pray for Rachel that you will heal her, that she will walk by faith with you, that she will know that you are with her, that anything that is concerning her, God, she will know that you are there with her, that she is not alone, that she has you there and that you are going to answer her prayers. You hear her prayers and you love her so much. Bring her peace and joy and comfort knowing that you are with her in Jesus' name. Thank you, Michelle, for praying. That's so good. Okay, thank you for praying. Oh, that I love how you pray for Shiloh on the way to preschool. Prayer by underneath the sea in the habit of doing it. Yes, get in the habit of praying over more boys. This prayer, thank you, Katya. Be praying for Randy. Thank you. I would love for him to be on the podcast too. 
Hadassah, please pray for Daniel. Uh, may God speak to him. I pray for Daniel. I thank you for sweet Hadassah. I pray that you would speak to Daniel too. I must, I think it's her husband. God speak to her husband. Help him to know that you love him. Help him to follow you. Let him be saved if he doesn't know you. I pray for every husband that is represented here by these sweet women, that their husbands would come to know you if they don't know you, that they would have strong relationships with you, that they would lead their family spiritually in the way that you've created them to do it. And I pray for Hadassah that you will bless her relationship with Daniel and help her to be peaceful. In Jesus' name, amen. And my home is not a joyful place. It's okay, Jennifer. God will help you. And I want a home like I did too, Nikki. That's why I started praying about that. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Michelle, for praying. You're such a prayer warrior. Oh, I'm so glad that you know what? I, God can help you. Um, let's see. Uh, ketogenic can, diet can reverse. That's wonderful, Hadassah. Thank you for that. And Randy, pray for my 16-year-old. Oh, Randy and Malone. Okay. My 16-year-old Brooke and God's plans for her. Pray for acceptance, faith, God's will. Okay. Lord, thank you for my sweet friend. I pray for her daughter, Brooke. And I pray for that you would reveal your plans to Brooke and help her, God. I pray for uh, acceptance and for faith and God's will. And Lord, I pray against anxiety for my sweet friend here, that you will heal her of anxiety. And every mom that's struggling with anxiety, we know, God, that that is not your will for our lives. Lord, you have created us to have a single mind controlled by the will of God, controlled by the Holy Spirit. And I pray that for my friend and all of us, that we would be single-minded according to the word of God, according to the Holy Spirit that you would give each of us and everybody listening to the podcast, everybody watching this video, the seven spirits of God, that one Holy Spirit in increasing measure, the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge, spirit of understanding, spirit of counsel, the spirit of power, and the spirit of the fear of the Lord. God, that one Holy Spirit, give it to us. Let us be single-minded. We speak to you anxiety. In Jesus' name, you must leave. Depression, in Jesus' name, we command you to leave. Every person watching this video or listening to the podcast. And God, we pray for us to be ruled by the Holy Spirit. We would keep in step with the Holy Spirit. We would not be ruled by fear or by the enemy. We would be ruled by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you for sharing the video. Thank you for being part of the Help Club. Be sure to join us for the Spiritually Healthy Mom for this week. And the next week we start our new topic, which is, which is spirit-led living. And we have a great study coming this summer. It's called The Wise Woman Stays. And we have church groups that are starting all over the world this summer, in the fall. If you need a great group for your church, please consider starting a help club for moms group at your church. There's no cost for the group. You just buy the books. It's super easy, inexpensive, and it's fun. And we help you do it, okay? Thank you guys for watching. I love you, love you, love you. You guys have a great day. Bye.